Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind five days a week. I'm excited and honored to introduce our guest today, Olenka Kolonen. Olenka Kolonen, speaker, passionista, founder of I Start First Boss Base Boot Camps and Rising Tycoons. Olenka spends her time empowering millennial women to uplevel their business and mindset via online boot camps, speaking and training corporations to empower more women leaders. Olenka, I've given our listeners a peek at who you are, but is there anything you want to add to spice up that intro? I think it pretty much sums it up very well. I am excited to be on the show and excited to, you know, rock and roll, answer some questions and kind of get to share more of my story. Yes, as am I. I'm super excited. And, you know, Alenka, where focus goes, energy flows. Where is your energy going right now in the work you do? Well, right now, my biggest focus is I Start First, which essentially is a brand for boss babes, women ages 22 to about 40. And the goal is to inspire them to live bigger, you know, embrace who they are, really go after their dreams, up-level their business and mindset. So that's where my main focus is. The boot camps are online, so women can join from anywhere in the world. And we have some amazing ladies coming in into what we call the Sparkle Tribe. Awesome, Sparkle Tribe. I love it. And so, you know, when you work with these women, you know, ages 22 to 40 in that demographic, what is a common struggle you see when you're working with them? You know, it's interesting because a lot of them, I mean, one of the main struggles, I think, is realizing how much they already know and have at their you know, how much potential they already have and how much they already have at their fingertips. A lot of them still kind of have that almost, you know, I, I compare that a lot to the gym syndrome, you know, when you've been working out really hard and doing everything right and lost weight and then you still see it in the mirror and you don't see it, sure, you know? Yeah. And so a lot of them are struggling with that similar syndrome, I think, in business or running their ideas and taking them to the next level. And I would say number two is definitely profitability. Definitely. I mean, I mean, it's not an old topic. Everybody talks about this, how women don't make the same money, don't ask for as much money, and in general, don't value themselves as high. And that's definitely one of my passions is talk about profitability with women and you know I always say you can run a business or you can run a hobby hobbies take the money and make us spend them business is what makes us money absolutely and I love that you share that and I also love that you know like you were saying with the gym syndrome I think oftentimes we are our own worst critics so it's it's so important to get feedback from others join tribes at the sparkle tribe you have going on and so for, for the women listening who want to become more empowered and really take control of their lives, you know, what do you say to them? Because this profitability you're talking about, let's let's dive a little bit deeper into that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's honestly a decision you make and it's I tell them it's not going to just magically happen. Obviously, you know, it's brain this is where I sometimes get a little bit perplexed because somehow everybody understands now with all the diets and everything going around that people 
whenever you have to go to the gym and work to get abs, it's not going to be overnight, right? We're pretty right. clear on that notion by now. But working on your mindset that has been given to you for years, I mean, a lot of times it's generations of family before you who have given you that particular mindset, those particular self-limited beliefs. And somehow when women start working on that, especially, you know, in my case, obviously I work with primarily women. Uh, when we start working on that, you know, something doesn't work out and like two weeks into that they're like well it's just not working for me no that's not how it works your brain is no different your brain is a muscle you have to train it you have to retrain yourself on old beliefs and I am personally a big believer that you can't just remove old habits you actually have to lay new tracks on top of it so it's a decision it's a decision that's not going to miraculously happen you make a decision you raise your price you raise your voice you raise your value whatever it is you're struggling with and you slowly but surely literally step by step small moments every single day start making improvements in the right direction and no it's not going to be overnight it's not even going to take you you know any new habit is at least 90 days so that's what they need to do you have to start working on your mindset you can only be as good as your beliefs right Right? And right. so if where, wherever you sit and whether you value yourself, and I tell women all the time, you're going to raise your price $10 and it's going to feel uncomfortable and you're going to have butterflies in your stomach and you're almost going to feel nauseous, but you need to do that. And if it's $10, then we are going to celebrate the small accomplishments. I love that. And this is such an important message for anyone listening, our masters in the making listening is, you know, raising your value. You know, you kind of, I think we forget that we dictate what we're worth, you know, whether it's the beliefs we have in our minds, but also both, you know, also the monetary and the time that we have, we have to really put a value on that, those things. And so, you know, Alenka, on your journey, I can, I can already hear the passion and the energy and excitement in your voice, but let's, let's go back to like the start, you know, what was your ordinary world like before you discovered the work that you do? And when did you discover it? Can you share us, share that story with us? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's a very, it's a very interesting journey, definitely to this part, because like I said, I run two brands, you know, my first brands was Rising Tycoons, which was very similar design, but it was designed for teaching teens how to start their own business. And we put them for a program called Rising Tycoons Academy. So my mother was a diehard entrepreneur. So I saw her building a company in front of me. She ran it for 37 years. She was a total badass, always out on the limb, always hustling and grinding. So, you know, I knew what her Hustle and Grind was even before Hustle and Grind existed. <laughs> yeah. And I just assumed that every teenager lived like that because I started working with her when I was 14. But what I also realized in the process, she was in a very man-dominated world. So every you know presentation we would do, every meeting I would go to, and it did not change later into my life when I started attending you know startup community meetings, going to different investor pitches. I would always see you know about 80-20 men to women ratio. But because I grew up in that world, I was very comfortable being around men. You know, I used to translate because I'm from Russia originally. And, you know, I used to go in rooms full of men who run million dollar companies and translate paperwork and translate contracts at 14, 15 years old. Wow. So for me, being around powerful men was never an issue. But what I also realized is I was pretty much 50% tomboy, you know, 50% princess <laughs> on a good day. But it was very uncomfortable to me to be around women because they operated so differently, especially in larger, you know, 
crowds and being really around tribes of women who were very passionate but also very emotional and operate very differently and I learned I started learning that and to be honest once I was working with rising tycoons I always saw the lack of girls same thing we had so few girls in our program and I constantly begged like I cannot believe we don't have more girl leaders and one of my friends sat me down he said do you see this epidemic you you talk about it all the time why wouldn't you do something about it and it's really funny and ironic because he's a guy who sat me down and literally told me stop being a chick and go (laughs) do something about it and you know I still laugh about that line because it was so ironic and so many on so many levels but it definitely gave me that push because I did see the epidemic that we do need more women leaders more women playing at much higher area you know levels in their lives and that's how I start first got started but it was honestly a struggle i remember marketing my first boot camp and hoping nobody would show up oh man (laughs) because i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do with this ladies you know but then once it started going i learned so much i learned so much so much more about me as a woman and operating in the business world and dealing with different situations so i'm very honest about it it's definitely been a journey and a learning experience right and i think that's really cool that you kind of had to balance the masculine with the feminine energy you know it sounds like when you met all those women you're you saying how emotional everything if it felt and so for people listening who are trying to learn how to really balance the logical um masculine energy with more of an emotional intuitive feminine energy do you have any tips for that you know it's interesting I I do because I am a big believer now that you can be absolutely feminine and powerful at the same time. And I know that some women just naturally, and I mean, honestly, I think part of it is the society teaching is when we're in the rooms full of men. And especially like, and I work a lot in tech field, it's almost like that bromance or programmer <laughs> style going on, you know, where everybody right. always sudden has to emulate being a bro. I absolutely do not agree with that. I think you can be powerful and feminine and if you do bring your feminine qualities to the table actually a lot of men appreciate it we definitely women bring a lot of you know intuitiveness and nurture qualities to the table and that helps in any company so i think it's just finding that balance where you can still be feminine and nurturing and caring but also be firm and know your and you know stand your ground and stand your beliefs and that's the balance I teach in the boot camps. That is amazing and awesome, the work that you're doing. And, you know, in my own life, I see it with some of my friends. You have some people who are almost hyper-masculine. I'm talking about my male friends in particular. But, you know, you can be just as strong and powerful, like you're saying, with that feminine energy. Really, it's there's really it's not there's no comparison there. It's, it's You can be powerful in whatever energy you reside in. And so, Alenka, on your journey, you ran into, I'm sure, tons of success, but also tons of challenges. And so for you... What was the biggest challenge you faced on your journey? You know, one of I, it's been a few. <laughs> it's been a few, definitely, like in any business, and um, but it's something that become that has become a passion of mine now to really push, especially young companies or young startups or women who are just starting their ideas, push them out of that particular mishap that I think stifles your growth. So you see, especially as a millennial, I think 
definitely it's it's an additional struggle for millennial generation just because we were brought up a little bit more you know with technology and the kind of building our own world of social media i think one of my biggest struggles at the beginning which brought a big failure was collaborating um i was i'm super perfectionist type a i was so adamant about everything being perfect and looking great and it always has to be delivered at the highest level obviously and i did everything by myself at the beginning which a lot of startups use this excuse well we don't have the funds we can't really hire anyone so they don't ask for help and i can tell you right now with my first company with rising tycoons it definitely stifled my growth i probably delayed my by about seven months and it cost me you know obviously financially and in terms of connections in terms of growing the program it cost me time and money because I wasn't willing to reach out for help I wasn't willing to collaborate with people I didn't think how to I didn't even know how to ask for help properly or bring mentors on board who would you know help me and say you don't and I mean right now I can tell you it's the biggest misconception about how hiring anyone if there are interns you can trade with people especially in a startup community people are so open about that because everyone is pretty much in the same boat and struggling at the beginning and I was adamant about doing everything by myself and I remember when my first men mentor finally came along it was 100% desperation um, I reached out to a woman and I said what it would take uh, for me to take you out for breakfast lunch or dinner place of your choice and I have since used that line a lot. I literally teach women verbatim this line because <laughs> women are even worse about asking for help. You know, we all think we have a secret cape in our superhero cape in the closet and it's okay, but you still have to be able to collaborate with people. And so, yeah, my first mentor came along when the company was a little bit over a year old and she said, what are you doing? Like what she looked at the numbers, she looked at the demand versus me unable to provide and supply the demand because I just didn't have enough in me. And she said, look how much you're losing every single day because you're not willing to collaborate. And that definitely was a huge, huge revelation for me. Wow. And so from that whole experience, you know, it sounds, uh, you know, you went through a lot and you, you learned a ton, but what was the, the single greatest lesson you learned from that experience? Absolutely. The fact that our <laughs> own beliefs hold us back and you need, you must go to people who don't know you and don't know your business and don't know your ideas and bounce it off of them because they, you have to have outside perspective to drive you outside of your little box because we literally sometimes get caught up in our head, right. write our own story, sell it to ourselves and then leave that story and believe it. So absolutely, I think that was my lesson. Awesome. And, you know, I can definitely relate as an also a type A personality who wants to do everything himself and kind of be really perfectionist with a lot of things. It is so important to reach out for assistance and guidance, like you're saying. And I might have to use your line now in the future because that's amazing. The breakfast, lunch and dinner line. That sounds that's a really great tip to uh, take into mind. I'm sure it's uh, worked wonders. Oh, it did. I've gotten incredible mentors. You know, I've been mentored by some just absolutely outstanding people from, you know, one of whom is Darren Hardy, former publisher of Success Magazine. And it was pretty much the same line. Um, 
to women who have run multi-million dollar companies, exited and, you know, run successful businesses now to government officials. It's very rarely people will tell you no. And even if they do, it's just not right now. So you come back around or they will most of the times, to be honest, they'll refer you to someone else who can help. That's awesome. And so, Alenka, we're going to transition a little bit here. We're approaching home plate. Are you ready for like, for what I like to call a moment of mastery where you can share tips, resources, and insights directly to our listeners? Yes, those are my favorites. Let's do it. <laughs> what is one daily habit that contributes to your personal success? I'm meditating and literally meditating whenever I am stuck. So I am known to walk out of meetings. Uh, for a couple minutes, I will excuse myself, literally go to the restroom and pop in my earphones or just med- like breathe. I have a special breathing technique that I use. It's just literally focusing on the breath in coming out of your nose for a minute. So uh, I will not sit through the project that if I feel completely stuck and dead and it's not happening, I will literally walk away and meditate. So yes, I am not your perfect sit on the mat in a perfect position, but I will meditate whenever I need to just to move past that. And it has done incredible things. My whole team, everyone who knows me, I literally have sort of slash forced slash convinced slash, you know, showcased that it definitely works. And it's, it does not, you know, people think of this meditation of a special process. I almost think we put it on a pedestal way too much and it has to be this perfect ritual. No, it's for you to clear your brain and get you out of the zone, whatever it is, sadness, depression, mad, whatever, anger, whatever you're dealing with, it's just there to bring you back. You know, one of my mentors has an amazing line. He says, get off, get off of the roller coaster and get on the train. And that's what I use meditation for. That's amazing. You know, I I always find so fascinating how a lot of people like yourself, who I I talk to always mention meditation and I I do it myself. And really the, the wonders of it are, are instantaneous. You can already feel just creating that space. It becomes such an innate and empowering process and so now what is one simple mindset shift our listeners can apply to how they think about business uh it's all essentially well the best one i would say it's all changeable you know it's all about starting so you see there's a reason my brand is called i start first so i'm a big believer that starting is just as important as success And I think a lot of us focus on failures way too much. And we look at a failure as something that's major. I would argue that you need to look at your business. And if you shift your mindset from it's not about how much you fail, it's about how much you restart, it's going to completely change your perspective on what you do. Uh It's just another opportunity to start again. And guess what? You can start 10 times a day and be just fine. That's awesome. And now... We talked a little bit about mindset, but what is one simple action our listeners can take right now, wherever they are, to jumpstart their own success? Um, you know, I would say in order to whatever that success is, you know, we talk about it all the time. And again, it's, it's, it's becoming sometimes super prescriptive because we go on social media and we see things 
all the time on social media and we all want to be like this next best glam moment that's showcased there. But truly success is very personal. You know, not everybody wants to run a million dollar company. Not everybody needs to run a million dollar company. Not everybody needs to scale across the nation. So I would say best thing is figuring out what your success is for you and building that version of happiness and success for whatever personally you desired to be. I love that because it's such an important thing. Just you know, like you mentioned, you're really just defining what that means to you, defining what success is. And, you know, just to add to that social media comment you made, I think sometimes we have to kind of like we do in meditation, create space, unplug, because we'll always find someone who's quote unquote doing better than us on social media. And so to kind of unplug and for the masters in the making, listening, listen to what Olenka is saying and also just unplug every now and, the, now and again, create that space for you to kind of define what success means to you. And so Olenka, now what is one book you can recommend and why? Well, because my audience are women, obviously, and I'm just slightly biased. <laughs> uh, there is a book that I was a part of. It's a chapter book of 37 millennial women that came together and uh, all shared the stories of how we build our companies from ground up. And the book is called Passionistas, Tips, Tales, and Twittables for Women Pursuing Their Dreams. Uh, it is on Amazon. It is on my website. Uh, and it's truly super raw, super honest. We have women in the book all across the areas from TV personalities to, you know, nutrition coaches to real estate agents to MLM to multi-million dollar companies. So it truly is a beautiful concoction of super raw material of what it truly takes to run a business being you know woman a lot of them are young a lot of them have overcome insane struggles much much worse than me health issues you know dealing with situations with their peers and all kinds of things so for any woman who is out there on the cast thinking is this for me can i really take my dream out of my head, out of my shower, and into the world. Uh, I think it's absolutely tremendous book. And I mean, for any man, to be honest, any yeah. man who have daughters and wives and girlfriends and friends in their lives, it's a fantastic book. It really is. And like I said, I'm not saying it because I'm biased and I'm in it. I truly I read every single chapter and I admire and friends with a lot of his women today and bounce ideas off of them. And we collaborate and do lots of amazing things. That sounds so awesome. And can you, can you share that title with us once more? Yes, it's a quite a mouthful. Say that 10 times, right? <laughs> it's called Passionistas, Tips, Tales, and Twittables for Women Pursuing Their Dreams. Love it. And finally, Olenka, where is the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? Well, uh, it's very simple. It's under my name, olenkacullinan.com. And the boot camps specifically for women, the Boss Babe boot camps are istartfirst.com. But they can also find it on my website. So if they go to olenkacullinan.com, everything is there. Uh, all my social media is under my name as well, olenkacullinan.com, Instagram, Twitter, um, I'm big on Instagram, Facebook as well, and I respond to everyone myself. I don't have bots or I have an assistant, but I am a big fan of social media. I pull a lot of clients, a lot of connections 
off of social media. So I appreciate its power very much. That's awesome. Thank you, Alenka. Masters in the making. Go check out Alenka's site and her social media. And go check out simpleselfmastery.com. Type in Alenka's name in the search. It'll show you over the show notes page today's podcast for links, resources, timestamps, and an overview of what we discussed today. Olenka, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with all of us here at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic and shared a ton of value. Thank you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Mike. It's been a pleasure. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.